Okay, today's daf is Erevin daf Lamed Aleph. We are on Lamed Amid Bays. We are about 11 lines from the bottom. The, the Mishnah said, You're allowed to, you can, a Kayin could put his Erev in a base Pras, which means a plowed over field, and that's fine. So, how do we know this? Since a person can blow on the base Pras, on this plateau or field, and he could assume that anything that was loose would, would be blown away, and there's no concern that there's any pieces of mace there, violet is allowed to walk, since you are theoretically able to do that. So, if you put your Erev in the base of in the base of Pras, you're fine. Rav Yehuda, Bar Ami Mishmed Rav Yehuda, Amar, Beis Apras Nidash, if it was plowed over by people trampling on it, so tar, it's tar, there's no concern that there are still bones there. That would be uh, etzam kesayra, and therefore you're allowed to walk there, even if you're a kain. Okay, next. And Rabbi Huda said, Rabbi Huda, Aymer, Narmishna, af beis Even a kain is allowed to use it, allowed to use a beis for his eruv. So, so Tana, we looked in a brisa. Why? Since the kain could go make his, make himself a mechitza, put himself in a car, basically, and he'll get there, and he's walling himself off, so he's not technically in the beis hakvaris. So that's why there's a theoretical way of him getting there, and no problem. So the Gemara says, hold on, Kasavar oil zarak, shmei oil. It must be that Rabbi Yudah holds oil zarak. Oil zarak means that you have a tent that's in motion. So on one hand, you would say it's not stationary. So this is your airplane, Shaila. If you're in an airplane in Urukayan, can you fly over a Besak Varis? So we won't discuss that today, but that is part of the conversation is Erevin, the Flamen of a base. This Machlaikas, we also have this in. Uh, in, in, uh, in, in different in different places in Shas, the concept of oil zaruk shmei oil. If you're in a enclosed area, but you're not in a home, you're flying, you're in a mobile home. Is that considered an oil? And therefore, you're separated from your surroundings. Is that called oil? And that's why the coins let it go to the basic virus in this shaded table megdo. Who plucked out the honey tanai? So it must be this. This is the machlekes between the following tanan, the tanan with an abraisa and Shabbos daf yudal and hanichnas la'eretz amim this shaded table megdo. So chazawer goyzer. Uh, that they're, that going out of Eretz Yisrael, a person would become tummy. It's called Tumas Eretz Amim, either because they didn't uh, bury the, the, the Amim, did not bury their dead properly. So that's why there's a Xer of Tumas Eretz Amim. That's according to most Rishonim. There are other reasons brought down as well. But either way, Hanachnas Eretz Amim, He goes in a car. Rabbi Metame, Rabbi Yosi, Rabbi Uda Meta. Rabbi holds his tummy. Seemingly he holds. It's not considered a separation. That oil zarek is considered an oil. And therefore, you're allowed to go to Eretz Amim in your shaded table of Megdal. And this would fit with Rabbi Yehuda Shita in our Mishnah, that there's a theoretical way for a Kayin to access an Eruv in the Beis Akvaris by going in his Shita table. Teva umigdal v'ha detanya. I went to the brayser of Yudah Oimer. My Arvin lekayin tahar betruma tahara bekever. Here he says you're allowed to use truma. That's tahar. Put it on top of a grave, and a kayin is allowed to use it as an arrow. So here. We have to be very creative. How in the world is the kain going to access that? Hechi azel. How is the kain going to go? But she the teva umigdal. He's going to go in a in a in a car and a she the teva umigdal in a tower in a in a in a you know in a in a box. Once the truma was put placed on top of the kever, the truma itself became tame. So the kain cannot eat truma. That's tame. And therefore, that's not food that's fit for an Eros. The Gemara says, So you put apples there. 
we know that fruit, in order for it to become mukhshir lakabatoma, it has to get wet. These apples never got wet, so it's not makabotomo, so the apples are on top of the kever, the apples are not wet, so they are not tame. Uh, another example would be, shenilaisha bimeperis, you did not use water when you made your bread, so you used chalas there, but you made chala out of using meperis, your apple juice, so you had your mezoinus uh, chalas, right, your 100% apple juice chalas, assuming that's mezoinus, whatever, we spoke about that one Shabbos, and... So these things are not because it doesn't have one of the Zion mashkim involved. So by the way, this comes up, Rabbi Kiv brings this down in the halachas of hafarshas challah. So what we do today is we burn, we burn our challah. When, when you make challah, or your wife makes challah, what do they do? They take a piece and you burn it. We don't give it to the client today. So what, the question is, how are you allowed to burn Chala, if chala is truma, you can't just burn truma. What's the answer? Because we're tame, we're all tame, tamas meis, tamas other things. So therefore, you touch the you touch the dough, you made a dough tame, and therefore it would be considered that you could burn it. So, so Rabbi Kivayer asks, what if I made dough and I didn't use any water? I used I made pizza dough and I used just I only well milk would also be considered. But let's say I only use fruit juice, so it doesn't 100% not from concentrate. Regular full strength orange juice. So use that. So that's not one of the Zion Mashkim. So if I made a dough or a challah out of that, how am I allowed to burn that challah? That's what Kivegar's Kasha on Shochanarch in Hilchas Challah, in Yeridea. So one of the answers brought down is perhaps it's EF sure that there's a little bit of a little drop of water will be somewhere. So maybe that would be Moksha Lakabatuma, but it's a fascinating question and it's based on this concept that if you do not use water in your mixture, it was, it's not makabotoma. So questions for challah, how do you burn it? Fine. So the Gemara says either way, you finally figured out a way that the dough was not tummy by simply being placed on top of the kever. But how exactly is the client going to access it? So he's in his car, so how is he going to reach out? Once he reaches out and touches it, he's putting his hand right over the, the kever. He's also going to become tummy. So the Gemara says, So you take a hockey stick. Well, well, it's not really a hockey stick because hockey stick is already fixed. But let's say pshute kliets. It's a, it's, it's a, it's, yeah, a hockey stick will be fine. Tlem mekabatoma. It's not mekabatoma. Medaray salis. So therefore, you could use that. So the Gemara says, "Vahakam mahel." But let's assume you take this board, you put it in between you and the kever, and you're, you're, you have like a hook, and you're picking it up. But that board is on your hand. That board is mahel. It causes the tumma to transfer from the tent. Halacha is that your classic tumas oil is when you have a, a roof on top. So there's Three levels of there's three types of tamas. Oh, there's mahil ala mace. The person's leaning over a mace. Imagine a, a doctor in medical school working on working on a cadaver. That's mahil ala mace. Then you have a mace on top of you. So the mace is mahil on you. And there's another con- concept if you're under the same roof. Now it doesn't have to be that it's an actual physical roof. There's even a shaila like this. Let's say you have a um, let's say you go to a you go to a a, a, a um, go to Leviah and you're a kain. So you don't want to go into the room proper. So you're standing outside, but it starts raining, right? And the fellow who's right by the door has an umbrella, and the next guy over him next has an umbrella, umbrella, umbrella. So theoretically, the tumma could travel, as long as there's no space in between the umbrellas, tumma will travel. So as long as the tefach thick, tumma will travel. So if I'm using a stick to reach out to this base akvaris to access this chala with my hook, but the stick is going to cause tumma to transfer. Stigmar says, the um, 
They use a, a, a very a thin, a narrow piece of wood that there's no thickness of a tafak and it won't transfer the tumma through oil. Okay, use the fishing rod, and that's you got that's you could have gotten your challah on Shabbos. So the Gemara says, okay, you figured out a way for the coin to access his challah, he might time with the rabban. And why the rabban say that a, a coin cannot be cannot use a basic forest for an Arab. So the Gemara says, Kasavri bias When a person is using uh, when a person makes an Eruv, Eruv Eitchumen, what are you doing? You're saying, this is my Mokoim Shvisa. This is where I'm actually staying for Shabbos. Not my house, I'm staying here. So I have a 2,000 Amois past this area. So what is that called? That's called, I'm using it, Liknois Bias. I'm making this my home. However, if something's Asr Bahana, for example, a Kever, a Mace, and Tashmishia Mace, the Kever, all these things are Asr Bahana, I'm not allowed to use that for my own personal need. My own personal need is for my Eruv Eitchumen. And therefore, I'm not allowed to use it. So the Gemara says, "Mechalad Rabbi Yehuda Savar Mutter." Rabbi Yehuda, you allowed to use a base akvaris? You allowed to use a kever? So the Gemara says, "No, because Savar Mitzvah is lovely honest." No, he holds. What am I doing with the eruv? I don't have a personal reason why I want this. I don't. I couldn't care less about chalos and Shabbos over there. I need it because Chazal told me in order for me to travel from here to there, I have to put an eruv etchumen. So I'm being mekayin in the midst of the rabbanon of a eruv etchumen mitzvah is lovely honest. No, this comes from Hilchas Shoifer, you know, blowing a shoifer that is asur bana or that you. They meet a nether, not using it. This comes up in Hachas Lulav and all, 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 all over, all over halacha. A person lighting candles, lighting a basar candles for Hanukkah. There's a big discussion in the place game. So there's another question. Why, why is it not called cooking? Let's see. You have basar b'chalav. You have, we have chalav, wax. You have like butter and and meat. So you have butter and and chalav, which is which is a congealed animal fat mixed together. So if you cook, so if I light it as candles, so there's a shaila. If it's Asr Bahana, how am I allowed to use it as Hanukkah candles? So first of all, they can say Mitzvah Slav Lahanis Nitna. The next question is, why is it not called cooking? Isn't that called cooking? And I'm cooking the the the, the Basar So some parts can say that that's not called cooking. Cooking is when I'm doing Bishop, but I'm just burning it. Vaharaya, every garbage uh, dumpster in, in, uh, in Meisharim, when they burn the garbage, when they burn the dumpsters, there's chicken, there's meat, there's milk, right? Why is it not called Basar They're burning it. They're not called cooking it. Fine. If you, you don't have to go with that. It could be Machmir. You don't have to burn the the garbage cans for other reasons. But um fine. So Rav Yehuda holds mitzvah slavli honest. You know, you're right, I'm not allowed to use a kever for my own personal need. It's not my personal need. I'm just I'm, I just I'm just being the kind of mitzvah. El Hadama Rabba Mitzvah Honest and Rava says in Rosh Hashanah, regarding using a carbon oil. And you took a shoifer of, of a carbon oil that you're still allowed to use it, even though you're not allowed to use the shoifer of a carbon oil, it's Asur Bana. Why? Because mitzvah is lovely honest. And Rava says this, and it seems like everyone agrees. Lema Kitanoi. Amar the Shmaite, you're gonna tell me that's Machlokes Tanoi. What Rava said, Rava comes along and says Mitzvah Zav Lahanis Nino. So Malach Rava responds, Isvir Luhu Dema Arvin Oladvar Mitzvah. The the Chacham hold that Ema Arvin, you can't make an error of this whole heter for Ruvei Tchumen. Meaning, wherever I live, the start of Shabbos, that's where my Tchum Shabbos begins. There's a special heter that I can use this, you know, packet of, of beef jerky and, and mayonnaise, and that becomes my makam shvisa. So maybe Chazal only allowed this special heter when it's a makam mitzvah. I'm going to hear a drasha. I'm going to my friends, let's say a bris, he's making a bris meal on Shabbos. I'm walking to the bris. So I'm going for Lidvar mitzvah. That's when Chazal allowed me to do a ruvei tchumen. But let's say, I don't know, I heard someone's serving good kishka tomorrow, right? So I, I like kishka. So can I go make an ruvei tchumen to be able to eat kishka? So Assuming that's not called the Dvar Mitzvah, I don't know, but let's assume it isn't, right? So, so that's the Machlekes. That Chachamim hold, Ein Ma'arvin El Dvar Mitzvah. 
Everyone agrees, if you're being Mekayim a Mitzvah with the Beis HaKvaris, with the Kever, it's not called Hanah. When am I allowed to make an Erev only the Dvar Mitzvah? So when I'm using this as an Erev, it must be that I'm using it for a Mitzvah, and therefore it's not called Hanah. So I am allowed to use the Kever. And the Chacham HaMasavah Dvar shows even if you just want to eat Kishka, you're allowed to make an Erev, and therefore don't tell me it's Mitzvah and it's not a Mitzvah Bechlal. I'm just being, I need to use this because I want to eat my, my kishka. Oh, so maybe it's not a mitzvah that the Erev, maybe it's, it's, a, it's a het, right? So it's a good question. Anytime Chazal tell me the only way to do this is, the only way to do A is through B, does that make B a mitzvah? So it depends. If you hold the only way I'm, the, the only way I'm allowed to do it is because, sorry, mitzvah of Shmir Shabbos. I hear, but let's say I put a I put a blech on Shabbos. Is that called a mitzvah? It's just a way for me to be able to put my challen back. Putting a blech on is, is that called a ma'isa mitzvah? But if the whole thing I'm doing is the only hanah, it's an interesting question. It seems like we're going by the result. The result is what you're gaining from it as a mitzvah, right? It seems like you're going by the result, which is a good question because if you look at the whole discussion of mitzvah slavah hanis and let's say the result is a mitzvah. The, sorry, let's say the result gives you hanah, so it seems like that's not considered hanah. We only care about the ma'isa itself, but. That's a good point. But here the Gemara is assuming that we view looking at the result. When it comes to Mitzvah, so the only reason the only reason I'm allowed to do it is because I'm being Mekhaim a mitzvah through it. So that's why I'm making an Arab. Once I'm doing that, it's not called Hana. So mitzvah slava honestly. And Chacham hold ma'avrin afil advarashus, and when you put your that's called you're having hana from the kever. But hold on a second. Rav Yosef himself holds a ma'avrin al advar mitzvah. Why doesn't he bring it down as a machlekas? He brings it down as a clear psak. Really, everyone agrees you cannot make an error of el advar mitzvah. It's not called hana. This is the Machlekes, Rav Yehuda, and the Chacham and Marsav. Rav Yehuda holds came in the Karnala Erev, Lai Nichalei Diminatra. Once you made the Erev Bein Hashemashos, you don't care anymore that the Erev has to stay there. Meaning, you just had like a moment where you were coined it as Erev. And therefore, you know, you don't care that the Erev stayed there throughout, throughout Shabbos. Fine, but Omar Savar, meaning, and therefore that moment, that minute was a mitzvah. Mitzvah is lavlehon, honest, not it? No, no problem. Omar Savar, nichle deminatre. A person wants the Erev to stay there throughout Shabbos in order to have his mayonnaise and beef jerky on Shabbos morning. That the Yitzchik achalei, if he wants, he'll be able to eat it. So now you can't tell me it's mitzvah slavlehon, honest, not it? No. One second. What was the mitzvah here? The mitzvah was making an Erev. So I made the Erev um, the first minute of Shabbos. It's on the kever. So at that point, is that called hanam? I'm enjoying from the kever? No, that's called the mitzvah. Mitzvah is lava hanis So according to Rabbi Yudah, it's over. And therefore, I'm allowed to leave it there. According to the chachamim, you're right. After a minute, it's over. But you have in mind, you're coming back tomorrow to eat your, to eat your sandwich. So therefore, you're happy that it stays there on Shabbos. And by you being happy, you are having hanam from, from the kever that the kever is holding, is, uh, is being the table for your beef jerky. Okay, so the next mishnah. Yeah, yeah, Kayan, Kayan, yeah. Oh, you're saying because, well, you need the Kayan to get into this. Is there a general issue of having Hana from a Kever? Yeah, correct, correct. Israel? Yeah. Yeah, you're right. The Gemara starts at uh, Kayan specifically. Then what we end up with is that we're even talking about Israel. So if you work backwards, it seems like the Mishnah is not so clear because the Mishnah says 
are talking about a kain, the basic verse. But you're right, according to the Chachamim, even, uh, even a Yisrael will not be able to put a Erev on a kever itself. Okay? But our mission never spoke about a kever. Our mission spoke about a basic verse. What's, what's the, the it's, it's having, uh, so it's, most souls only need to drive on It's a bazillion on the mace. It's a bazillion on the mace to, to use the mace. It comes up in, in halacha, let's see, you're, you're, again, if you're, a doc, if you're in medical school, can you use cadavers for, for medical research? So, our, only, our, our whole worry for a coin in a, in a basic kvaros is because we want to prepare them for the time when they're... When they're when they, when no, so you... Does no, it be tahor? No, so the... I mean, uh, and by, by the challah, we can burn it because we don't care we're all tamay. But by a coin, he's tummy, but we So a, co- a, co- a coin has an instant derisor to become tummy. Even if, even if, uh, Parshas Emor. So it doesn't make a difference. So my chalik is him. We hold that even if you're tummy, even to be hoisive al tamasa is a problem. Even to get tummy again. Also, only a suffi tummy. You know, you know, for sure a person was tummy? Yeah, he went, you're right. The person went to a, uh, basically a Leviah. He is tummy. But, but uh, we assume everyone's tummy. But even, even so, a coin is not allowed to go out of his way to be t- become tummy. Okay, it's like the next Mishnah. Ma'arvin b'demai. A person's allowed to use demai, which is your produce, your grain, from an Amha Aretz that we assume he did not give Maisa from. Well, Maisa Risha and Shinil Tremasa, you're allowed to eat, uh, allowed to use Maisa Risha and Shinil Tremasa, Maisa Shinil of Hector Shinifto, Maisa Shinil of Hector Shinifto, Maisa Shinil of Hector Shinifto, go through all these things. We had this previously in Mesaf Shabbos. We had this in Perik, in the seventh Perik of Bracha, he's talking about Mazumin, right? If you remember this exact Gemara. Maishashini v'hektish nifti, you're allowed to use maishashini and hektish that were redeemed. Ba'kahanim, kahanim, allowed to use chala. Okay, why not? Uva chuma, avalei b'tevel, they can't use tevel. Vleib maishashini shalai nifti, vleib maishashini v'hektish shalai nifti. Let's see what exactly the, the Mishnah is talking about. Demai, the Gemara says you're allowed to use demai, but demai is not kosher. You can't just eat demai. Ha loy chazila, you're not allowed to eat demai. Demai has to, you have to separate maishir from it. So the Gemara says migu de iboy mafker luhul and chase vavani vechazule. Since if he wanted, he could be mafker all his possessions, and then he'll become an ani, and then he's allowed to eat it. So we have this by mizumin as well. Hashda nami chazile, he could do it. So since he theoretically could, so he, you can't say demai. Is totally out of his, you know, off his menu. He could theoretically eat it. How do we see this? The Tanam wrote in the Mishnah: "Machilin asaniim demai." We could give aniim demai. The Sachzania, the soldiers could also eat demai. So you see that there is this way that he would be able to eat it. Amar Rav Huna Tana beShami Omrim Ein Machilin asaniim demai. Okay, so Omrim Machilin asaniim demai. Okay, so either way, you're allowed to eat. Allowed, there's there's a way for a person to eat demai by being mafkir kol. Uh, and therefore, we cannot say that this Erev is, you know, not accessible for him. It is, if he wanted to. Next. Then the Mishnah said, um, If you have Maeserishan that you took uh, the Truma, you're allowed to make, you're allowed to use it for your Erev. So Mar says, It seems like you follow instructions. So the Gemara says, So how do you do this? So typically, you look at the Pasuk, the Pasuk says, Reishis, uh, the Pasuk says, Reishis digoncha, si reishchav yitzrecha, right? Reishis geis tzoncha titim, right? So the Pasuk says, at the beginning of your crop should be given to the kain. That is truma. Once you give truma from your crop, then you give maeser to the levi. Then the levi gives 10% of that to the truma. That's called, that's called trumas maeser. Okay, fine. What was the story here? So they, they harvested the grain and it was and it was still stalks, meaning it wasn't yet put into the silo. It's still shibalin, it's still stalks. The levy came and and uh, was given his miser. Okay, so they jumped the gun. They didn't give truma. Shikdima Bishibalim, Vinitla Mimenu Trumas Miser, Vila Nitla Mimenu Truma Gadila. 
that he gave Trumas Maaser from it, but he did not give Truma Gedol, the original Truma to the coin was not given. So, Uched Ravavo, Amarish Lakish, Damravavo, Amarish Lakish, Maaser, Rishon Shekhtim, Vishibalim, Pater, Mi Truma Gedol. So, the Chiddush for the Mishnah is to tell me they were passing like Rabbi Abo in the name of Rish Lakish, this is a riot to Rabbi Abo, that Maaser Rishon, the lady took Maaser Rishon before the the grain was processed, so it's called Bishibalin, while it's still in the stalk state. He's parted from giving Shuma Gedala. Shinema, the Pasik says, Hashem, So you give Maiser Mena Maiser, but Maiser Mena Maiser, Marty Lacha, Vlochuma Gedala, Vichumas Maiser Mena Maiser. You won't give both Truma, the original Truma that was supposed to be given to the coin right away, you won't give that for Maiser. You only give Trumas Maiser for Maiser, but you don't give that original Truma. Okay? Everyone on the same page? Very important because that's the next uh, tw- twenty lines in Gemara. So if it's true that the Torah says your potter from my, from giving truma, once the levy took his meiser, we no longer go backwards and give the coin the original, you know, one fiftieth or one sixtieth of truma. So even if they already sent it to the silo, they already uh, separated the chaff, it's in the creed, it's, in a, it's a pile of grain. Nami, you're going to tell me that if the levy came and took it, he would not have to give truma to the kayan? Amalei, no, alecha, amakra, the pasuk says, mikom asrei seichem, tarimu, esko truma sashem. From all your maizah, you do give truma. So the person says, hold on a second, amare isa. So how do you know which one's talking about which one? One pasuk told me, truma sashem maizah, mina maizah, and that tells me, I, I give maizah for maizah, but not truma for maizah. And then it tells me, mikom asrei seichem, tarimu, esko truma sashem. So how do I know what to give for the, to the coin? What I don't give to the coin? So the Gemara says, "Hi idgon, v'hai la idgon." The pasuk says, "Rachis digancha." So we know that any time something is identified as dagon grain, you need to give truma. So when it's still in shibalim, it's still in stalks, that's not identified as grain. So at that point, it's potter from truma if the lady would have taken meiser. So what typically happens? You bring it to the silo. You change it into grain by removing the chaff. Now I have dagon. I have grain. So then I give truma, then I give meiser, then the lady gives truma, truma, truma's meiser from the meiser. What if it never reached the dagon stage? It was taken already from shibalim, so it's never chayiv in truma gedola because that's rachis digancha. However, let's say it was already in the dagon state; it was already grain, and instead of originally giving, instead of first initially giving it to the kain, the lady came and jumped the gun. So then you'd still be chayiv because even for the lady, it's still rachis digancha. So that's why mari isa idgan hi loy idgan. When it's called dagon, you have to give truma. When it's not called dagon, so. If the lady took already from there, then he'd be putter from giving truma on that. Then the Mishnah says, of Shani and Hektish that were redeemed. Again, we spoke about this, what foods you could use when you redeem the coin, right? In Yerushalayim. So if it was redeemed, you're allowed, and, and you're allowed to use it as your Arab. So Mars says, Pshita, of course, why not? You did what you're supposed to do. When you redeem it, you have to give Karen v'chaymish. You have to pay the principal and an extra percentage. So totally, totally, it's going to be one point. Uh, 1.25, that's really what it is. So that's really, a, a, it's a quarter more, but we call it a fifth more, milavar. So you didn't give that extra tax, but it's still considered redeemed meiser sheni. Let's say food that you did not separate trumas and meiser from, that you would not use as an Arab. Pshita, betevel that was, um, that was uh, only tavel midrabanan, that it was uh, planted in a in a flower pot that did not have any holes in it, and therefore it's not considered attached to the ground on a derivaisa level. So even that you cannot use 
for your Erev. Then it says, You can't use my Serishan that you did not give Truma from it. The case was the Kayin took, sorry, the Levi went before the Kayin and the Kree when it was already considered Dagon. That we just had before, that it's not considered Tevel since we don't give Truma, Trumas, Truma, and Trumas Meiser, and Meiser, that we answered, that we responded. What was the answer? Hi, Idgon, for hi, La Idgon. That if, you, if the Levi took it already when it was in the Kree, it was already. At the grain stage, at that point, it's already chayiv in truma. Next, you redeemed it, but didn't redeem it in the proper way. How is that? You put it on an unminted coin. The pasuk says, "Use the term tzarta, which is kesef sheishlov tzur. That's to have a tzur. That's to have an image on it. So use an unminted coin. That would not work." Hektish Shechilagav Karka will be a case of Hektish that you redeemed it improperly. If you redeemed it onto ground, onto, onto the Karka, onto real estate, the Rachmana Omar, the Nasan HaKesef, you have to be able to pick it up, something that is considered uh, uh, cash, Kesef, but not Karka. Okay, we're going to stop here. And Amit Hashem, we will start the new Mishnah, which will continue with tomorrow's Daf, getting into interesting discussion regarding Shlichus. We'll even talk about why there's a Minog to uh, give your rabbi money when he sells you chametz for you. So this source is actually, the Chassam Sefer brings from this Gemara uh, a source for that. Okay, have a good night.